think we should do a Me Too. Oh, yeah. Don't you? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Um, no, that's a perfect idea. I mean, I think we should have a conversation about it. Completely. Completely. And it's an interesting thing because one of the things that I was thinking about talking about is I'm doing sort of a social media cleanse mm-hmm. this week. Um, oh, good for you. And it was actually Scout's, Scout's idea. Um, she wanted to see... She's felt like she's been spending too much time and it's affecting her mental health. Um, and I know, I was like, well, the least I can do is do it with you yeah. uh, for recognizing that. Yeah. And um, so, but I was also, while so blown away by the Me Too movement, I was also like super triggered. Yeah. Um, as I sort of, scrolled through and saw all of these people who I love and care about. And, and I acknowledge, I mean, I knew that that's was probably the case. I mean, but it was literally every woman that I knew and I knew that mentally, you know, but it was seeing it and then reflecting on my own experiences that I was just like, whew. So it sort of came at the right time to take a break anyway. Yeah. Um, cause I needed to get myself un. cause I, at that point I just sort of wanted to like rage against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is, I'm so grateful because for me, it's like the first time that finally, this is, this is exactly what I have been talking about. <laughs> and it's like, I've never had all the women that I know finally getting on the same page and, and hearing, hearing it because this is exactly what I've been talking about. Women are just used to being harassed. <laughs> like you, it is the, so yeah. the water you swim in that you don't even know it's happening. And, and it's so just happens to everybody that it's matter of fact, it used to be anyway. And especially women who yeah. are my age, I mean, we had a gym teacher who was gross and lecherous towards girls, and everybody knew that. And that was just that creepy mm-hmm. gym teacher that... I had a teacher, just, math teacher, yeah. Everybody did it. Everybody knew about it. Everybody just, oh, that's just that creepy gym teacher. And, you know, what I have been trying to say forever <laughs> is what I experience is the absence of that. Yeah. Like, you all, I mean, you don't even know what it would be like to just not have that there because you can't because it's always there. No. It's persistent. It's pervasive. It's just, you know, like, that's just how it is. And so what's crazy to me is this experience that I have of the absence of that and having that just disappear. Of it not being there. And remembering, I can't even imagine remembering training myself, like being in a man's body and remembering, oh, I don't have to, oh, wait, nobody, wait. I mean, (laughs) I don't have to walk with my keys in my hand. I can just walk down the street. Walk down the street. Like, I don't have any, there's nothing, you know. I mean, you know, there's always a little bit of that trans paranoid fear that, you know, somebody's going to find out. But, for the most part, right. especially now, but in the beginning, it was like a, an awareness to me that was like, I was always behaving the way I was as a woman, always knowing that 
I was never safe and that, you know, I could be molested at any time and my body it wasn't mine and you know, all of that. And then all of a sudden, yes, that's not the truth anymore. That's not the right. truth. Wow. Well, and it's so interesting to hear that too on that perspective, because one of the things that I also noticed throughout um, was when some of my friends and, and fo- folks were describing themselves and several, I mean, not just a couple, I'm talking about, 10 plus people um, also justified their Me Too response with something like, I know my my story isn't as bad as others, or I recognize that um, I'm lucky that I haven't experienced more than, you know, but then they would tell their story and it was horrific. Right. It's always so you know, horrible. Like, um, uh, do you ever watch the TV show One Mississippi? With Tignataro. Um, it's really good. I like it a lot. No. Tignataro is really great. And um, in this second season, in this second season, the at one point they're on the radio show. It actually opens a huge can of worms. But they're on the radio show and they start talking about sexual harassment, molestation. And her kind of co-host, Kate, tells this story. She's like, oh, I've never been molested or harassed. I mean, you know, there was this time in the gym, you know, and there's in seventh grade when our gym teacher decided he could tell who was on their period by the way they smelled and went down and smelled each one of us. And, and she was like, you were molested. That's called being molested. She's like, no, I wasn't molested. I mean, you know, he just smelled our vaginas. (laughs) I was like, ah, you were molested, you know, like, but that's the, but the way she said it and she was like, but then, you know, there's a time when the guys on the basketball court are grabbing girls boobs and, you know, like, the way she said it and the way women speak about it all the time, and this is what I, I mean, is is that it's normal. Mm-hmm. Right? It is And normal. it's never dawned on it. And even when I was reading somebody else's story, yeah, when I was reading somebody else's story, there, was a, there were several times where I thought, oh, wow, yeah, that's happened to me too, and I hadn't even put that in my equation. You know, that was a situation where I'm like, yep, okay, and I hadn't even thought of that that way until reading it with somebody else saying, this is was not okay, you know? So even as somebody who is, I'd say, more aware um, and sort of could list off my stories, hearing other people talk about theirs where I was like, oh, you're right. That moment when I was in middle school and the boy said you know after the lights go down you're gonna have to uncross your legs at a school assembly I that was not okay (laughs) I mean like that was what it was and I hadn't even thought about it but it triggered so many of those memories like all of a sudden all of these things were coming up for me thinking about you know that was not right. Nope, that shouldn't have happened. Oh my gosh, that happened to me yesterday. And I'm a 40 year old woman, you know, like, and knowing that my daughter is now swimming in this in such a bigger way now being in high school, not that it hasn't happened to her before this. But I think that high school, for me, at least, sort of opened the floodgates. um, Because the boys were just more, uh, I don't know, Maybe aggressive isn't the best word, but it's the only one that's coming to my mind. But 
you know, knowing that that's what the world that she's swimming in right now just wants me to snuggle her up and hide her in the closet and tell her she's not allowed to come out. <laughs> I know, right. And then I was like, tell when? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't ever go away. Yeah. So, but the good news is, what do you teach them? Well, I think like, that we're starting to become, it? I think that the good news is that we're starting to become aware of the water. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. I think that's the, I mean, because I'm sure, I don't know if you've had this experience, Jessica and I have gone back and watched movies that, you know, things we thought, I think our kids could watch now, yes. movies that we watched uh-huh. when we were younger. And they're so sexist, we can't let them watch these. I mean, they're just ridiculous. They're racist, they're sexist, they're homophobic, they're, you know, they're like horrible. <laughs> but we didn't understand that then, right? Yeah. Watching Back to the Future. Yeah, I have a with one. my I daughter. It, but yeah. And yeah. I hadn't thought about it at all. And I I mean how PG is Back to the Future, you know? And it was one of my favorite series when I was growing up in that moment when Biff is raping her in the car. And all of a sudden it hit me with such like I I was like uh, 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 you know like Yeah. I had yeah. no idea that never even crossed my mind when I had watched that that first time and sitting there with your daughter and she's looking at me like what is going on and I'm like yeah well we're gonna get to have a conversation now aren't we um dude like that's so pervasive I where do you go (laughs) yeah Absolutely. And, you know, I know that there's some controversy, or uh, I don't know this, a friend of mine posted on his page that he's heard some backlash about trans guys posting me too. Um, but I don't know any trans guy that wasn't harassed or molested as a woman. I don't know, I don't know any woman that hasn't been harassed or molested. So the fact that we had, were, had breasts when we were in high school will tell you that we have experienced harassment. As oh my level. gosh, yeah. Or fond, you know, unwanted affection, all those things. You know, I don't know anybody who hasn't experienced that that's that's a woman. That's female-bodied. Let me say this. I don't know anybody who's female-bodied who hasn't experienced that. Now, I would not feel the same way about um, trans men in, the, in this way, but I do have to say that I had um, a big visceral reaction when I had several men that I know jump in with me too as well. Um, and then sort of fought back saying, you know, it shouldn't be a gender discussion. This happens to men as well, blah, 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 blah. And I, while appreciate and see them and love them and hate for that, that happened to them. And it was, you know, I don't want to discount what occurred in their lives in any way, shape, or form. But you know what? God damn it. Like, just give us a moment. And I and I feel the same yeah. way though, you know, trans guys deserve that moment too. They were they've experienced it. I mean it's and it now experienced well, probably the difference. Are, lack are they of it. talking about harassment or are they talking about molestation? Because molestation Both. and harassment are two different things. But right. when, and so, but when the guys are posting, they're t- they're posting that they've been molested. Is that right? 
they're not posting that they've been Typically. harassed. Here's the that's no. the difference. All of us experience molestation, and I also don't know any woman who hasn't been molested. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know very many. I would say almost everyone I know, but there is not a woman on the planet. I guarantee you that has not experienced harassment, right. and men don't experience Even if they harassment. Don't recognize it, right? Right, and men do not experience harassment rarely. <laughs> and if I mean I've rarely and and for sure men don't experience harassment, especially the way we did when we were in our teen years, where it's just okay to grab your body parts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like that's just yep. okay. Men don't experience that. Women don't just run up and grab men's penises when they're not being asked to do that. You know, like that's just no. that's just not happening. <laughs> no. Well, first of all, you know, I mean, ew. <laughs> yeah. Right. Second yeah. of all, yeah, no, and that also, we're just having this conversation with my daughter about men, and I'm sure some men have been harassed. I know I had a friend that's gotten harassed by a gay man, like his boss was a gay mm-hmm. man. And that was another person that him. I heard from, yeah. Right, um, so I've had, I know that gay men have been harassed, um, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there are cases, probably, of men who've been harassed, but I, but there's a big difference between harassment and molestation, and the harassment piece there's not one single female-bodied-born person on the planet that hasn't experienced that, I don't think, at some nope, point. not at all. Even if it's the harassment that you can't do that because you're a girl. Yeah. Yep. Because I got or, a lot of that. Yeah. Or the... Um, or, you know, the conversations that were had in in school where it is the... You know, we're now coming up with words to define those things like mansplaining and manpeating and, and those type of things. But, you know, how many times have you been experienced since childhood the the fact that you could say something as a woman and come up with this idea or this answer or whatever, and everyone sort of just kind of whatever do, and so did whoever the leader was, teacher, boss, whatever. And then a man would say the exact same thing and suddenly the idea was the best thing that ever happened to the world and everyone's like patting them on the back and you're sitting there going, what? You know, like, how did that turn around? I, that was my idea. Right. We were talking about this with Scout the other day because she made a, she um, said something about somebody and then used like the word pussy as sort of the put down. And I just turned and looked at her and I was like, first of all, No. Second of all, why would you use that word and why is the vagina described as something that's weak? When we pop 10-pound babies out of our vaginas, you get close to a guy's penis and he screams and runs away. Like if it looks like there's going to be anything like potentially painful that could happen. And like we're all supposed to just like feel super sorry for him. I mean, that was the, my knowledge from very young age was like very like, not only did they not get grabbed and harassed in that way, but like it's oh, like but don't a you ever kick a guy in the species. balls? It's like the worst thing yeah. you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's you like might just you might destroy his thing. seed. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you are known as evil. You get called evil immediately if you rack a boy. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that distinctly. That was a very yeah, 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 because yeah. you could hurt him so bad. Oh gosh, yeah, you but you know, you can come up and 
grab my boob and grab my ass. Do whatever you and want. There's yeah. a little vagina feel in there, and and you can uncross your legs when the lights go down, and that's all. Yeah. You know, just part yeah. of boys being boys. Yeah, that word is one that I it comes out of my mouth sometimes. Um, I just caught myself saying it the other day, calling somebody a pussy, um, because it was what I was trained with. This is one of the like, don't be a pussy. Um, you know, meaning wimp. Uh, we couldn't make it mean cat, but <laughs> <laughs> don't be a kitty cat. <laughs> don't be a kitty cat. You can try. <laughs> I don't know if we can turn that word around, but, and, you know, it's like all of it. It's all of the negative connotations are always about femaleness. You know, it's. Yeah. A, you're a C-U-N-T, which is not a word I like to use, you know, but like it's, there's even like, he's a boob. I mean, I remember like. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Even boob. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like, okay, That's well, That's you know, funny. but like he's got balls. Yeah. yeah. Weak ass fucking balls that you like can't yeah. touch. <laughs> That's it. Why is that a strange so, term? But here's, here's the thing I want to get as present to you, though, that I think is the coolest thing that's coming out of this, is, you know, my vision always is before I die to see a world where women have taken over, right? Where women are like, no, it's not going that way. There's more of us <laughs> than you, and we deliver the babies. So we're going to take over. And I feel like this consciousness, this new level, this is a new awareness, right? This is a new level of consciousness that's happening here. And I am excited about it because this is, and that's why I'm like, so I'm like, I feel like this is what I've been trying to say. You know? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. And I feel like women are actually getting it for the first time ever, right? Even though I've been saying it all along. You all have been kind of nodding and smiling at me <laughs> a little yes. bit, right? The pervasiveness of it. And you know what I mean? Like, I know you, you agree with me and you go, yeah, yeah, Jane. But I think there's a little bit of like smiling and nodding. And this past week has really woken a lot of people up. Really woken a lot of people up. And I think that's fantastic. And people who, um, to me were not necessarily folks that would have been out there rah-rahing, you know, like who would have not considered themselves to be a feminist or somebody who, um, you know, would be out there who were marching and those type of things. It like, it hit a place for women that it was really this feeling of all women. It was like, I'm looking at this list and some of the people who, who posted me too are definitely people who I thought, you know, I, I was, I was taken aback by, by their ability and bravery to sort of say that when that's not their typical MO, you know, they're more of a con very conservative, religious, you know, whatever it would be. Um, and it, you know, like I think that it opened up people's eyes too. And, men, and some of the men that I know that were like, they knew it, but to see it on their feed where it was just co consistent, you know, was definitely 
a different thing for them. So my hope is that that keeps us moving forward. Um, Me too. Well, I think it will. And I think that what's going to happen now is, I mean, it's already started to happen. We're just like we're talking about, like the old movies with all those old sex. Well, guess what? There's going to be new movies made and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be new thought leaders and there's going to be new, there already are. And there's tons of women. Erin Brown is one of them. Um, you know, she's a huge thought leader in this, in this, in tipping this tide, like moving us to this new thought paradigm where we're all speaking differently. And it's going to take all of us to speak differently and own our own shit. And because it's, you know, just like racism, it's all, it's, we're saturated in this stuff. I mean, we are like, it just, it just is how it is. And so we've got to own that saturation, I think, within all of us and start, you know, I've got to stop saying pussy. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, you do, I do. I, I mean, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. It's like, I've got to, there's always going to be your diehards like, well, that's just ridiculous. Uh, Politically correct bullshit. And it's like, whatever, dude, just you're going to be left behind. That's fine. The rest of us are going to turn the tide and we're going to create new language and we're going to shift our culture and it's going to be, and we're getting there. It's going to get more equal and then women will take over. That's my, what I say. (laughs) Clear. We're going to hit a tipping point. We already are. We're going to hit a tipping point. And, you know, uh, we have fabulous leaders like we're leading the way. Aaron Brown's leading the way, you know, people like that. Um, so, yeah, I really feel like uh, I I feel inspired by it. Um, I think a lot of people have been triggered because I don't go on Facebook for more than five minutes a day. Um, I, you know, didn't see that much because uh, I don't I just don't do it. I stay away from all social media uh, and news as much as possible still. So, yeah. Yeah, I just have so much smart. else to do. I don't know how, how you all have time for Facebook. Well, we don't. All the news. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem is then I'm you like, anyway. well, I'm going to then, you know, feel rushed or overwhelmed because I spent, you know, an hour today. But one of the things you do, and I want to acknowledge you, yeah, I appreciate that you're more active in our Facebook group, and I, I keep wanting to do that. And then it's like, when do I have time? You know, it's like another thing I want to try to fit in. And I've been working on this uh, new launch, and now that that's going, I feel like I can start to do more. I want to do more. I'm going to start doing Facebook Lives in our Ooh, Facebook perfect. group. perfect. I think that would be great. Um, on a more regular. That would be awesome. Um, just just yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, just for them. We love them. They're, they're so, so awesome. So yeah, I love them. I love them so much. Yeah, I had a couple of people on my webinar yesterday from the just a Facebook group, and yeah, it's there. I'm just uh, so inspired by our, our tribe, and it's getting bigger every day. We've had new people coming in, and um, it's pretty amazing, pretty remarkable. Totally, uh, group of women. And again, that that this is what I mean. I feel like we have got this tipping point that's starting to happen where it's like women are just not going to take that shit anymore. <laughs> where it is. It's just, it's not gonna, it's not gonna fly. Um, and, and that's already happened. That's exciting. Yeah, and we think about the generations behind us. And I think about, you know, I was what I would consider to be a pretty raving feminist when I was in high school. Um, I mean, back then, that's what I'm saying. My knowledge was limited. My passion was strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I... But even then, yeah. the acceptance of so much that happened um, 
was because it was just <clears throat> the way things were. I mean, it wasn't the things that I rallied about. You know, I rallied about the big things like equal pay or, um, you know, yeah. representation yeah. And, and those type of things. But I didn't think about all of the other parts and pieces. And now looking at my 14-year-old daughter who recently broke up with her boyfriend because he was saying some sexist things and she said, it, you know, she doesn't have time for that. And she tried to explain to him what was wrong and he didn't agree. And <clears throat> so she broke up with him. And I was like, wow. First of all, I had plenty of boys that were my boyfriends that said way worse things. And... I didn't even recognize it, let alone say no. This isn't gonna. This isn't gonna fly. Um, this these upcoming generations of women. Yeah. I just I see it in their eyes. They're they're ready to take names. And if we can, I told my daughter, I, we're here yeah. and we're ready to support you. You know, we. You've got generations and generations and generations of women who have paved the way for you, just as we did, just as my my generation did. Um, now you yep. you guys are ready to take it to the next level and really break that glass ceiling. Yeah, I know. I'm excited about it, and I'm I'm excited that I get to live long enough to see it. Because <laughs> I really do think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in our lifetime. We're going to have a woman president. It's going to happen in our lifetime that we're going to turn the tide and. You know, I mean, it's just, it's happening. And though, you know, the fact that people like Hollywood, when Hollywood is leading the way, I mean, Hollywood gives us our media. It gave, gives us all those movies. It gives us all that stuff. The fact that Hollywood is starting to wake up. I mean, women have been being harassed in Hollywood for years, forever. It's just the, how it goes. And so this move, this, which all, and this is, and that, the, I assume, because I'm not on social media, so you fill me in, but I assume that Alyssa Milano starting this whole thing was about the Harvey Weinstein thing breaking open. Is that accurate or is that just my assumption? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, from what I gather, um, and actually the Me Too movement was started a couple of years ago. Um, I've got, I was trying to look it up. Um, the uh, so it was actually um and uh, like i said started a few years ago and um let's see where um i don't know if it was Tarina burke um but it was sort of started and then i think it was reinvigorated here with the harvey yeah. weinstein yeah things it was um when did you see him did you hear his comment and i mean i don't know when it when he did this because this thing kind of went on for a while because at first they were gonna first they were just gonna spend him and then they decided to fire him and then they kicked him out of the the like the actor's guild i believe um but Yes. At first, when he was yeah. just going to so be suspended, every day I it saw, feels like there's something else that's happening. Right. Every when I, I did see a quote uh, from him somewhere that said something like, "I'm trying to do better. Um, I'm just, you know, you know what I mean." Like in his world, he was just this is just how it is, and how it is for him too. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he's a bad guy. <laughs> you know, he's like, "I'm not a bad guy. I'm just like every other guy." I'm just madman. This is just, you know what I mean? And I think that a lot of guys think that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard some 
grumblings of it. Like when I've heard some of the people um, say, well, okay, well, that's different, you know, by, you know, the comments that were made and people saying, this is what happened to me. Well, nothing happened. He just used words. I mean, like, and these women left. So what's the big deal? Well, (laughs) the big deal is they shouldn't have ever had to experience it to begin with and feel that fear. So yeah, it was her, the woman whose name was Tarina Burke. It was started about 10 years ago. 10 years. Um, And so, right. Yeah. And it was with, you know, there's, you should, if you have a chance to Google it, um, she's got a very interesting story. Um, And so she's been, she's been, you know, out there doing this movement for a while. Um, And then with uh, Alyssa Milano creating it and tweeting it um, this weekend, um, it sort of reinvigorated that story. So she's, you know, excited that that, that movement is, is picking up, picking up and, and talking about gender-based violence, um, in a bigger way. So that's her, her story is pretty powerful too. Yeah, that's good. And I, and I mean, isn't it something too, how you can start something 10 years ago and then you, by now she's probably forgotten about it or she hasn't, you know, it's not this, not, and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody like Melissa, Alyssa Milano posts it, and it's like viral all over our, our world. It's so weird like that. Yep. <laughs> so bizarre. It's really strange. Yep. <laughs> and you think, yeah. wait a minute, how did that happen? Big topic. Oh, well, you know what? You know, uh, one of the things I'm doing each week uh, in the Facebook group now is creating a post oh to be sort of our topic center around each week's uh, topic. So I will post a Me Too post um, for this week, and I would love for you guys to share your Me Too story. Um, It's a safe place to do that. And let let us all know we can all um, be there for each other in this space of acknowledgement and um, the freedom of or the freeing feeling of releasing some of that to the universe that it's, you know, when you hold back your story, um, it holds you back. And so, um, there's no shame, there's no fear, um, to be able to let that out yeah, of you is an incredibly powerful. And, uh, and, and just, I mean, we might say there may be a little, might be a little triggering, just like you said, you got a little triggered. Um, but I think what's triggering is that then it rem- has you remember other things for yourself and, and uh, things like that. So, uh, you know, I just want to express a wish and a desire for you to take on extreme care around this topic and, like, be kind to yourself and don't saturate yourself with it if it's not, you know. There, this could be another one of those things that you get a cortisol rush out of because you rush headlong into it, but it doesn't it's not going to feel good on the other side. So, uh just want to ask people to be kind to themselves and gentle. Yes, for sure. For sure. All right. All righty. We are well, topic, but. <laughs> but important. <laughs> but it is important. And I'm telling you, for me, it's just been like, oh, my God, this is what I've been. Start- Finally, they're starting to hear it. <laughs> hey, you know, I just yeah. feel like, ah. So I'm kind of excited. I'm going to talk about this. We have the. Um, this will, by the time we air this, it'll be over, but, uh, I'll be speaking this weekend at the She Expo and I'm going to talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about me too. Cause hell yeah, me too. And it's about time that we start acknowledging that every single woman on the planet 
every single woman on the planet who's female-bodied, every female-bodied person on the planet has been harassed. Yep. Me too. Interesting stuff. All right, well, I love you people. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for opportunity to come to our page and doing this work and taking yourselves on the way you do. Constantly inspiring me. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.